Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast. All right, welcome back to The Clean Slate Podcast. I'm Carson G. Phillips here with... Daniel G. Phillips. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> back to the Clean Slate Podcast, and we are in the middle of our winter's month. Um, again, if you if you were just joining for the first time, typically we'd be doing a uh, Christmas marathon. Christmas, yeah. We decided to dodge that and just do one Christmas episode, so that is coming for all you Christmas stands out there. But for the rest of the movie buffs, we wanted to uh, throw in some winter uh, winter films. Yeah. So both of these movies are very wintry. Yes, and very similar kind of, like theme-wise. They're, They're both, both crime. about white trash. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I love learning about my people's culture, you oh know. My like gosh, this is the up. only way I can stay in touch with my relatives that didn't move to California during the depression. <laughs> <laughs> During the depression. All right, guys. So the first movie we will be talking about is a film by Joel and Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brothers. My boys. We have Sorry. Fargo. So here is the logline for Fargo. Hey, Minnesota car salesman Jerry Lungard's inept crime falls apart due to his and his henchmen's bungling and the persistent police work of the quiet pregnant Marge Gunderson. Um, Icon. Pregnant yeah, so icon of cinema. guys, we do have a lot of good characters or um, actors in this, if you will. We have William H. Honestly. Macy, the none other yes. than William H. Macy, crazy Steve Buscemi. Woo. We have Francis McDormand and Kristen Rudard. I don't know how to say her last name, but anyway, guys, yeah, a pretty good cast. Um, a lot of and Roger Deakins did the cinematography. Oh, really? Wow! Look at that, Roger. We worship this man. He's freaking goaded. Why don't you give him a little bit of a rundown of the movie, Carson, and then we'll get into likes and dislikes real quick, though, because we got another one to go to. Yeah. So the plot of this movie, it honestly at times will feel like slice of life to you guys. Weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this executive sales manager guy. He's kind of down on his luck. He's kind of bumbling almost. And he has this plan to have his wife kidnapped, uh, essentially so he can get some money out of what what is the guy? His uh father. His father. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's using this like whole scheme to get a bunch of money and things go terribly wrong. You don't do crap like that. And so you yep. kinda along the way there a body is found face down in the snow. And so you kind of have this, it's almost multiple plot threads that all kind of come together at the end. So you have them hunting down this killer. You have this whole thread of what's going on with his wife and what's going to end up happening to her. And yeah, let's just, that's kind of it without me spoiling it. Um, But things go, let's just say things go horribly wrong. And yeah, it's kind of intense. Yeah, <laughs> like in it, some it aspects, also just ends too. <clears throat> yeah, that is true. In some aspects, I kind of thought of it as like a, it's not, but a comedy of errors. Like there's just so it, many. Yeah, you're things. not. You're not. You're not wrong. Um, because it's not like a huge comedy movie. There is some really good comedy in this, like dry humor almost. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, 
It just like, or if you're just a sick person, <laughs> you might find it funny too. <laughs> There's like something towards the end that I find hilarious. That everyone's like, "That's disturbing." I'm like, "No, nah, it's pretty funny." <laughs> yeah, but I I will say this is probably a movie I would say. I'm not going to say it's on par with like Rosemary's Baby or anything like that, but this movie did take me by surprise. I actually Let's go. So I studied this film. I never watched it, but I studied like the the script work and, you know, cinematography, all that type yeah. of thing um in college and I was just never really impressed by it. And I just, you know, didn't want to like you. give it give it the um, a chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, everybody fawns over this movie so much and it's like it's like one of those movies where the fans are worse than the actual movie and like the movie yeah, is good, but the fans ruin it. Um, well, and then Coen brothers fans in general. Oh my gosh. The Coen brothers. Yes. Cause it's just like people, we love these stupid movies. Like we, we love these movies. Yeah. But we can't stop talking about it. But this movie one, I will say is not slow at all. Like for it being a mm-hmm. crime mystery film, like most of the time crime mysteries are pretty slow. Um, you yeah. know, shout out to Winter's Moan, and <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, we'll get there, we'll get there. Um, but this movie, like, it has maybe ten minutes, like setting up the world of it being pretty slow. But then, like, yeah. right when the kidnapping happens, it's almost like everything starts spiraling, and I was, I was here for it. I loved, um, you know, uh, Steve Buscemi. I think I got to see a really good, like, actor so in him this. that I've never really paid attention to. Um, oh. I'm not. I'm not in love with William There's H some Macy. Good movies with him. Okay, but that's fine. Uh, but I am. I am like. I love his face. I don't know. On why. board with this. Like, I just movie. like to look at him. No, well, it's because he, you're white trash, and he kind because of Shameless, he's kind of white trash. <laughs> oh, he's super white trash and Shameless. Yeah. Um. No, I I agree with you 100. Like this movie, it kind of actually has noir vibes. Weirdly enough. But, yeah. Um, yes, I was thinking that too. I mean, you, there's an argument there because their previous film that came out before this, Blood, uh, Blood Simple, is straight up noir, and this has a lot of the same plot threads, which is interesting. Okay. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, the pacing is great. The visuals are cool. I think seeing all the snow in general just sets this movie apart, hmm. especially for that time period. Like, I can't think of many movies that do that same kind of look. Yeah. And, yeah, I think the characters are just kind of, like, move this plot forward in a way that's very entertaining because they're – None of them are normal people, and they all have like these goofy accents and stuff. Like, there's so much weirdness surrounding yeah. Fargo. You know what I mean? Like, there's and it just makes everything normal seem more interesting. Okay, so I think those are those pretty much cover our likes. Do you have any dislikes on this movie? I really don't. Like, this is a movie I own. Like, I love this movie. I revisit okay. it from time to time. Yeah, I will say. So I'll say someone else's dislike. Alyssa. Ooh, okay. I made her watch this movie. I make her watch a lot of these movies sometimes. <laughs> I know, it must be nice. But dude. she won't she won't rewatch it with me because uh-huh. she hates it. What? Cuz she's like all she's like all this traumatizing stuff happens in this movie to these characters and they don't deal with any of the repercussions at the end oh, and I'm like Oh my gosh. <laughs> whatever. Like let them let let's leave a movie feeling bad. I like I think it's bad. because it's not a character study though. It's it's in uh, like a situational movie. Like it deals with a lot yeah. of like the actual events of what happened because if it was a character study like let's say beautiful boy that movie is like different story that one deals with all the trauma afterwards because right or the same thing ben is back but with this i don't know it just also doesn't love 
those kind of movies too. Like she doesn't like a movie where you leave and you just feel like a heaviness. Like that's not mm. her yeah. default okay. favorite. Um, <laughs> every now and then she will enjoy them. But like we watched like Moonlight and she was like, oh, I felt leaving this movie horrible. Like, oh, no I love Moonlight. It, like Moonlight was a great movie. It is really. We should talk about it someday. But okay. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Do you have any dislikes? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> do you have any dislikes uh, about Fargo? <laughs> I wish I had, I wish we were recording our podcast. That would have been funny. Um, or videoing. Uh, yeah, I yeah, don't so have funny. any dislikes really. Well, that guys is Fargo. Let's move on to the next movie, Winter's which Boner. is Winter. Stop saying that because I don't think I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> Um, Winter's Bone, a 2010 not-so-classic. An unflinching Ozark mountain girl hacks through dangerous social terrain as she hunts down her drug-dealing father while trying to keep her family intact. Honestly, the logline sounds so good. I went to type in Winter's Bone, and I typed in Winter's Bone. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I'm so sorry. The sad I'm part so is, is this was nominated for four Oscars and won yeah. two Sundance Awards. Like, yeah, for Best Picture and upsetting. Best... Yeah, I'm just like... <sighs> yeah, so for me, the likes... Like, I think visually this movie's decent. It has kind of this gritty yeah. uh, realism to it. Um, uh-huh. I also think there's some pretty okay performances. Like, like Jennifer Lawrence does a good job. Cheryl Lee... Uh, is in this and i i like her as well so it's kind of cool to see her in something that's not twin peaks related uh okay and also not dead so that was cool in twin peaks she plays a dead character for okay the series but anyways um i did like teardrop yeah so that was kind of yeah teardrop was cool i actually really enjoyed some of the like tender moments of this movie like the character moments like between her and her siblings her Mm -hmm. and her uncle teardrop which is cool i actually was like that would be um almost a better movie to be honest if that's if it was just about their normal struggle i would probably enjoy that more that's what i text you i was like this would be better if it was like florida project in the ozarks yeah which is just a drama like a, a character study drama but yeah honestly that's pretty much all my likes is the visuals some of the acting and some of these character moments I thought were pretty sweet. And that's honestly it. Yeah. As far as Um, go. I, I really like Jennifer Lawrence in this. I mean, I'd love Jennifer Lawrence. She's a really good actress all, all around. I mean, besides like mother and red sparrow, like she's a really good good in those though. (laughs) She's good in mother. You've heard her talk about mother, like in interviews. Yes. It's like her biggest regret ever. Really? It's kind of well, it's yeah, she oh, had, like psychological damage from it. Yeah, she said she stopped doing making movies for a while because of Mother and just the way that she also had it, an affair with the director. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So for me, likes besides that, besides Jennifer Lawrence, I That's think it, yeah, huh? I think I'll just agree with what you said. the The moments where she is with. Her kids is sweet where she's like training them to like, hey, shoot a gun. Like you need to be prepared for stuff like this, especially where we're at. It's kind of like almost a a shocking reality, right? Like you're you're mm-hmm. like, this is the world we live in. I have to train my 10-year-old, you know, brother and my what, six-year-old yeah. daughter how to shoot a gun. Sister. 
I thought it was one of them was her daughter. And those are all siblings. Oh, okay. But she was basically anyway. their mom. Like her mom's an invalid or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, that's pretty much all I have for likes. Dislikes, let's do it, baby. Um <laughs> Here we this go. This plot is ass, dude. Like this plot does not <sighs> do it for me. Yeah. Like nothing happens, which is sometimes okay. Sometimes I like movies where nothing happens. Mm. Um <laughs> But in this one, like the stakes are never raised. Like it uh, there's yeah. one point where she gets like captured or whatever, I'm like, oh, it's gonna get really intense after this. Like this is gonna pick up. And uh-huh. it doesn't get more intense. It pretty nope. much stays the same. Uh we never really find out anything like we kind of you can kind of guess from the beginning who did this killing of her or this uh whatever it doesn't matter who did yeah. this thing to her father like you can kind of guess from the beginning yeah like, pretty early on but we still don't find out at the end which is stupid because mm-hmm. it might not be the character we think it is i guess i don't know it just doesn't work for me the mystery is not that intriguing and it's kind of like you know how in a video game where it's like, oh, we have a mission for you. Go here and deliver this. Go here and talk to this person. And those are like, that's the mission where you just go back and forth. That's yeah. this movie. You're just going. Jennifer Lawrence is just going back and forth. And every now and then something interesting happens. And yeah, it's just whatever. There's like an yeah. intense moment towards the end that I feel like could have been better. That like I like that moment mm. when she finds something <laughs> on the water. Yep. But also, it felt cheesy at the same time. Like, I just, I don't know, man. This movie just does not work for me. It needed a kind of a different plot. (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of where I sit. Um, I think for me, this movie became really like, you know, right in script writing, there is the whole introduction to the world. And then you have your inciting incident, which the inciting incident is what propels the character into the plot. For me, this movie just felt like it was all discovering the world like she you were like barely getting to know things nothing was really happening there wasn't yeah. any sort of incident where she's like now i have to do this because all she does is talk she just keeps going to these places and says like i know this yep. they know this help me get to this and it's like okay it's okay so you're gonna you might hate me for this but to me this movie felt like a whole mandalorian episode where it's just like a <laughs> like you just find something out you have to go somewhere else and then you have to find that but out way to, less entertaining exactly yes without like the aliens and you know the uh, way everything so like the yeah the, so this plot for me there's no action just, at all in this movie either no, like there's no besides her getting like her ass beat in one of the scenes like there's nothing not that there <laughs> needs to be action but like they hint at action happening so much mm-hmm. that I'm like someone's got like with all the guns and you know yeah it's just like something's gonna happen but literally it's just this very boring drama that i don't even know why they won the sundance films and why it was nominated for four oscars like they, this movie has 63 because wins film people are pretentious man it's, yeah that's true <clears throat> I That's also think people is. were I mean, like I am so I in love it, with Jennifer Lawrence at this time that they might have been throwing so many things at her. Like, because this is early in her career, like 2010. Oh, yeah. Like 2010. This is did like a standout even... performance. Yeah, this is, is this was before she even did um, Hunger Games, right? I think so. I mean, honestly, as someone who's been to Sundance, there's this thing I like to call oh. Sundance eyes. 
Yeah. And it's when you watch a movie at Sundance and you're like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. And then you rewatch it later and you're like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it's very real. Like, yeah. you kind of get caught up in some of it. And I feel like maybe that was happening here. I don't know. But, yeah, it's yeah. just not for me. I, I actually have some friends that like this movie. I was looking at Letterboxd. I have a few friends. Uh, I don't know if they listen to the podcast. But, yeah. Uh, also – just now while i remember it the freaking army recruiter scene is the most random scene in this entire in like any movie i've ever seen like it just felt oh like was yeah random. that was so random it felt like it was like when do i get the money he's like when you do the job like what well and then his acting was rough like he probably actually is like a vet or something and they just like hey do you want to be this army recruiter and he sucked and like it just took me out of this whole movie <laughs> It's a, it's yeah. a, I know it's a very strange complaint, but like I was watching that scene and I was like, what am I watching right now? And he's like, sometimes it's harder to stay home than to go shoot people in the Middle East. Yeah, it's like, okay. And I, and, and to that point, honestly, it felt like that was the, uh, like the inciting incident or like the theme of the movie it was like, it was probably reestablished in that scene, but it was just like, I literally thought that I was like, what was the point of that? <laughs> Yeah, it was stupid. It was absolutely yeah. stupid. So this movie, I'm going to probably have to give it a whopping 4 out of 10. Like, it's just not worth it. Bro. It's not worth the hour and a half watch. 2 out of 5. Actually, I probably gave it a 3 out of 5 just because of the acting. But Yeah, it's just... Not great. Uh, yeah, it wasn't enjoyable. I don't think it was a great choice. Um, I mean, There's it was better a, stuff about the Ozarks. Yeah, like Ozarks. <laughs> Yeah, or like maybe Hillbilly Eulogy if you want to watch something that's like a little bit more mainstream, but yeah. still. So anyway, um, yeah, guys, I think that's going to do it. Unless you have anything else, I don't really see the need to just keep dragging on how much we don't like this movie. <laughs> um, Winter's Bone this movie and, sucks. Right? Winter's Bone and Fargo are both on HBO Max, everyone. So if you would like to go check it out, go check it out on, I'm sorry, Max is what it's called now. And um, Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, they're both relatively short films. They're both about an hour and a half each. So if you wanted mm-hmm. to follow along with what we're watching, go ahead, check them out. And and then next week we have – next week is I'm particularly excited about. We have three pretty decent good movies. <laughs> Check's can, journal. Well, I can I can just hear myself so much right now. In when Like whatever you moved, I was just hearing myself a lot. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was Bye. weird. Um, no, you're good. So – we have A Day After Tomorrow, which is a classic Carson and Daniel Ooh. throwback film. This one we grew up watching. We have Snowpiercer yeah. and the all Disney's Frozen. Guys, we're going to do a sing-along next totally week. Totally a Disney movie. <laughs> and uh, just en- enjoy. and build a cripple. <laughs> anyway. Watch it get eaten by wolves. Okay, shut up. You're spoiling all right, guys. So we will see you next week. Um, if you want, go check out the rest of our winter episode. I think we only have one more. Um, winter's December. That's what winter's, you call it. Yeah, winter's December. Um, and then we will be doing our Christmas special uh, coming up at the week after that. Carson, you need to get Alyssa and you to pick your Christmas movie. And then Rebecca Did you pick and I yours? I will have, yes. Oh, my goodness. You're getting on my case. No. Rebecca and I have like that's a clean slate. 